Previously on the Cast Iron Podcast. Oh my god, tell your father not to start the car. My bad, my bad. That that that's the wrong show. That was from Family Guy. Fox, Seth McFarlane, if you're listening to this, please don't sue us. It was just a joke. Again, please don't sue. We'll get back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Sorry, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to The Cast Iron Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you guys are just so kind. I love you all. Welcome to episode four of the Cast Iron Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Pat Lee, here with another gem for all of you food lovers out there. Now, a quick call to action for everyone listening. If you aren't doing so already, please go follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Cooking with Pat Lee. Again, that's Cooking with Pat Lee. Now there you can check out my videos and daily recipes, plus get exclusive details on giveaways and upcoming events that I'll be participating in. Check me out on social media and don't forget to like, follow and subscribe. Now with that being said, if you tuned into the last episode, we featured part one of our Nashville hot chicken sandwich with homemade brioche buns. We're gonna dive right into the conclusion of the episode in just a bit. But before we do that, we've got a special guest on the Cast Iron Podcast. He's been killing it on the social media scene with his viral TikTok videos, highlighting content such as his banana pudding tacos and buffalo chicken dip. He's the self-proclaimed Mr. Too Nice, Deron the Chef, and he's gonna be this week's guest on the Cast Iron Podcast. Oh, trust me, folks, we've got a great episode lined up for you, so don't you worry. And we're gonna dive into that interview in just a bit. But first, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. So stay tuned, because when we come back, we're gonna kick it with the one and only Deron the Chef. You're listening to the Cast Iron Podcast with me, Chef Pat Lee, and we'll be right back after these messages hello all you podcast listeners out there hope you're enjoying the cast iron podcast with the amazing chef patrick lee afterwards make sure to also tune in to his other podcast war wrestling alliance radio the ever-evolving podcast discussing the wrestling topics you want to hear with myself robert paradox co-host rim rock duck goes bang and pat lee himself tune in for a great time all right y'all my guest for this episode has been killing it on the social media scene if you've seen his videos on TikTok with close to 50,000 followers taking part in viewing some of his culinary masterpieces from his cinnamon roll ice cream cones to buffalo chicken dip, which by the way, that very video has reached over 1 million viewers. 1 million, wow, that's amazing. The people know him as Mr. I'm Too Nice. Please give a warm round of applause to the one and only Deron the Chef. What's up, you guys? How you guys doing? I hope everything is cool. Hope everybody being safe with this new COVID variant. And remember, wear your mask. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing great, brother. Welcome to the podcast, man. How you been? I'm good. I, I like. I, I really can't complain. Um, like you said before, the, the video hit one million views. Um, I'm still kind of on a high off that because like that was something that I wanted to do. Like I mean, like it really wasn't important to do because I always knew that I had a reach. But I knew someday it would come. I didn't. I really didn't think it would be that that video in particular, you know. So it was. A, it was a lot of other videos that I thought probably hit a mill, but not that one. So, but like I said, um, it's cool. I love it. Um, everybody, thanks for the love. I appreciate it. And right now, I'm just on the high, just like just to see like the the one million view, like just to see it is is something so cool. It definitely is. And one thing about you that I appreciate is that you have like an arrogance when it comes to your cooking, but it's not like, oh, I'm better than you. It's more so like you're proud of your work. But at the same time, you're very humble with your fans, with your viewers. You have that engagement, that magic touch that not a lot of people seem to have. Like, what would you say is your secret? Um, So like before I started TikTok, right, I always like saw like celebrities like not, not even cooks rather, right? I always saw, well, let me just say public figures, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I would see people like leave comments and stuff like that and they went right back. I always said if I had a platform to where it's people like showing me, you know, love on my video, whether it's good or bad, yeah, I will always give them a reply. So like, that's like, I'd be up at night and like, I wear glasses. So like, 
at nighttime when like when I'm really really sleepy, I can't even really see my phone unless I put my glasses on. But I'll always try to go and at least give the comment of like you know like if you tag somebody in a video, I like that. If you say something funny or you say something rude, I'm gonna always give a reply. But like on the bad comments, I don't give you know a rude reply back. I just say thanks for watching or you know like like I'll just say something just for that engagement. So like whenever I do you know um post another video, they come show me love again. So I think it's all about just building a rapport with your supporters, um because like they're gonna support you in the long run, like whatever you do. Well, with whatever you do. So like, I just think that that's really, really important to build that relationship with the people who support you because without them, you would not have a platform. Yeah, absolutely, man. That engagement is necessary for a lot of TikTokers and people who are on social media, because like you said, without the people who view our videos, who comment, we're really just ordinary people just cooking food. Right. Like, and that's what separates us from a lot of these bigger influencers, I feel. Like, I, I always felt like no matter what platform you get on, whether you have like 10 million followers or just 10 followers, at least try as much as you can to engage with them. Like, I understand it's realistic when you let's say if you have like 3 million followers, you can't respond to all 3 million people. But just try to find ways to keep engaged with your audience and make them feel as if, you know, their comments matter or them even being on your post makes some type of difference. So, you know, much respect to you for that. Yep. Now, and like I'm even kidding. like go go ahead, ahead. i'm sorry oh uh, like on. like 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 on the um cinnamon roll video mm -hmm. i knew when i posted that this generation that we in i knew people was going to take it a totally different way and go left with that and then we saw the video i think you know exactly what i'm talking about people yeah. was leaving the most i mean like it, i mean like, like to me i wasn't mad i was like laughing at everything but like they was leaving like the most broke like vulgar comments and my like under that video and I was just like, like laughing all night about that. Like, like, you know, like TikTok is a wild place. It really is. And I've always said, I don't care if you have something good to say about my page, something bad. At the end of the day, you're still saying something and that boosts my engagement up. So exactly. you take what you get. Exactly. Yep. Now, I became familiar with your work after watching your Wendy's Baconator video, where you not only created your own Baconator, but you also made the Wendy's Strawberry Lemonade, which, in my opinion, is the best fast food lemonade out there. And since then, I've kind of seen your meteoric rise on TikTok. And I want to say, you know, all the accolades and success you achieved is definitely well-deserved. And, you know, I feel like the best is yet to come. But for those of people out there who aren't really familiar with your work, you know, just tell them a little bit about yourself. Okay, so um, I'm 27. I'm from New York. Um, like I, I started cooking from from like really really young. Um, I probably was like 12 years old or something like that. I always watched my mother cook, and I always like watched what she did. So like one day I had went to my friend's house who had recently lived upstairs from me, but they moved. Mm -hmm. And one day it was like, let's see who who could make the best chicken. And I'm only like 12, 13, and I'm like I could do it. So like from then on, like I think that was my first meal that I ever made. It was um, it was like fried chicken strips, um, Velveeta macaroni and cheese, and corn. Like that was really like my go-to meal that I could always make. Yeah. That and um, a ha hamburger and French fries with um with um Kool-Aid. Like that was the, like that was my first thing. Um, I started on TikTok. I think like October, I believe, and I wasn't gonna do it at first. I thought TikTok was like a, a um a kids app where like kids go on there and dance and stuff like that so my friends like yo just try it just do it just do it yeah. so like with, with all of the peer pressure and stuff like that i went i did it so um like you said about the baconator i tried to well like i was i was at a time where i was recreating restaurant um like stuff so like to see if i could do it and see like if the taste would be the same um so like i had went through that that little phase and then i just started like you know like just thinking of stuff like i'll like literally be in my room not even thinking about cooking and like something would just pop in my mind, I'm like, right, I gotta make that. Like for example, um, the um, cinnamon roll um, cones. Yeah. That wasn't my idea. Um, it was like I think the guy's name is the Josh Shelkin on Instagram. I think his name is. Yeah, Josh Shelkin. Right. And what's funny about that? Um, like I, I have him on my Instagram, but I don't have him on my um, on my chef page. My, my chef page. I have him on, on my personal page. Mm -hmm. So when I had did the video, I didn't know he had TikTok. I knew I only knew him from Instagram. So I wrote on his page. I was like, um, "What's up, bro? You know, I did a video with um cinnamon rolls. Like, you can go check it out. I tagged you." So today he finally wrote back, and to me, like how I felt, it was like that. He was basically making it seem like I was like kind of like still that recipe. And one thing about me, and if you know me. If I get an idea from somebody, I don't got a problem with giving them credit at all. Yeah. So to me, it was like, 
some people want the credit and then when you get it they act a different way whether or not you you can have 100 million followers i don't care just like some if somebody's like trying to show you that that genuine love it should just be love like you know thank you for showing me love like thank you for being inspired because i did and i tagged them like four different times even somebody commented and said that um they they added him and was like oh he he's out here inspiring people i wrote back and said yeah he is tagged him again so like it wasn't like i was trying to like just take it to where it was mine but from like what I got from it, the video went super viral. Um, and like not, and I don't mean to come off as cocky, but like the video did better than it did on his page, you know? So like, I guess like that probably was a factor too. But yeah. still though, you know, like I'm, I, don't, I don't ever got a problem with giving somebody credit. I even went back and found the comment. I think it was like a thousand, um, like a thousand comments on the thing. I literally scrolled down to find a comment where I said, oh, look, I finally found your Instagram. I was like inspired by, and I put his app. And I tagged them again and said, look, like I like I really kind of like did give you credit from from the beginning. It wasn't just like, oh, like, let me give him credit so you can see the video. No, it was just all oh, jump. Like, you know, like if I do it, I give you your credit and then I move on. But I really wanted him to see it because like that was something that was like super, super creative. And I love creativity when I'm doing a recipe. So once I saw that, I knew that I was going to do that. I didn't really know that Josh Oakland was that type of person. I mean, I follow him from, I'm not sure you're familiar with his um, old YouTube page, but there was this group of people called Epic Mealtime and they would make like these big, enormous meals, like a fast food lasagna or a fast food pizza. And that's kind of where he got his start from. I don't know, I always thought he was a little bit more humble than that's kind of surprising that he would come across as, you know, for lack of better yeah. term, jealous and, that your video did better. And like he, he went back and deleted the Instagram comment that he wrote me back on. So like like to me like I just be looking at stuff like like from like a different like realm like it's just like I wrote on Instagram that he said he he went and checked it out he comments under the video and said great idea so it's like I, and I wrote I even wrote on his Instagram I mean on his TikTok on the latest video I said um check your mentions I tagged you in a video where I did the um, cinnamon rolls and his supporters were even liking and commenting and somebody said oh like your food looks really good so it was never about me like trying to steal something because I don't gotta do that and I mean like I think like in the cooking business or like cooking world cooking social media whatever you want to call it if you you know like it's people who's going to be inspired by what you do but if somebody's giving you the credit it shouldn't be a problem but like i just took it with a grain of salt and i was just like i'm not gonna let my um integrity you know like get tarnished you know like still like to this day if i see a recipe that he did again and i liked it i'm gonna do it again and i'll still tag him so like it's it's no love loss he's he's amazing i still like i still follow him and stuff like that but like that was just kind of crazy to me and I, i'm and i may be overthinking it but still it was just like you know like it just went left to me like i didn't really think it would be that's you know like not really that serious but like i didn't think the interaction would go like that yeah and i'm pretty sure you know as you said you're just gonna keep doing you and keep shining and that's all that matters at this point as long as you're giving you know creators they're just doing their credit you know i, I don't really see the problem i mean considering right. how many people steal content from us on tiktok on a daily basis i don't really mm. see the issue with you giving people credit it's weird. Mm, that's that's the truth now, I've always been curious to know where did the phrase I'm too nice come from? Oh yeah. I, you know what? I like I, I really want to answer this in a good way because people people really won't believe it. Yeah. So uh like 2019, um everybody was telling me like, yo, start a YouTube, start a YouTube. So like I had bought this program on my computer. Um mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm gonna start making videos. And like I, I kept like the script of like my first video. So like when I do blow up and get famous and stuff like that, I'm gonna keep that script and I'm probably gonna frame it. So um I I, I did one video, right? And like I talked about um I I made big ziti and garlic bread, some something super light. And then I talked about top five rappers and um like the top five club bands, stuff mm -hmm. like that, right? So in the midst of me recording, I sat down, I pressed record, and I was like, let me try the food. I tasted it and I said, mm, I'm too nice. Right? Yeah. So like and it, it was like I, I didn't plan nothing like that. Like it was just like really impromptu. So I'm like, dang, like maybe at a stick. I'm like, you know what? I wasn't really thinking about it. So one of my friends, like, they started watching the videos and stuff like that. Yeah. So she had like clipped that I'm too nice part and started posting it on her Instagram page. So then I started using it too, like, hmm, like maybe like that a stick. So like I charted on TikTok and like that was something that I like stuck with like people would comment like, oh, you too nice. Yeah, you too nice, blah, blah, blah. So like it was it, like it just really stuck with me. So it just like started from me like just being like goofy because like that's how I am. Like people like if people who know me in real life, mm -hmm. I play too much. Like it's never time. Where, like I'll be serious a lot, 
But most of the time, I'm like really, really goofy and I'm like making jokes and stuff like that. So when I said that, I'm like, hmm, maybe it'll stick. So now with the, um, like I changed my name to Mr. I'm Too Nice because I, I kind of got something in the works. I don't want to speak on right, 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 right now. Um, but like, that's going to be the name of what I got. So I just changed my name. Everybody was like, oh, you changed the name? I was like, yeah, like I still got Deron the Chef as, as my name, but like my, my, um, my handle is Mr. I'm Too Nice. So like, I just like really just think about that all the time. Like, hmm, I'm too nice. Like, I, like I'll just be saying it randomly, like, oh, I'm too nice. So like, it was something that just came up like really quickly, like me just like blabbering out the mouth. And it's something, like you said, that I've seen from watching your videos and comments that everybody is starting to say in your videos. Like, it's almost as if it's the top comment for every one of your videos and right. it's starting to catch on like wildfire. And that's one of the cool things about TikTok is that all it just takes is, you know, going back to your Buffalo chicken video that hit a million uh, views. It just takes one video, one phrase for you to go viral and then you just go from there. But like, um, do you have any tips for anybody, whether you're, you know, doing cooking or any type of like niche on TikTok, any tips for getting noticed or going viral? Okay. Yep. Um, stick to what you know. Like if you're going to go on TikTok to cook, continue cooking don't let nothing discourage you uh, i just did a post on my instagram where like i posted when when i first started tiktok mm -hmm. i had 42 followers and i posted like to like like you know like now i got like i think i got like 49.2 i believe so yeah, within like six, right so like within like seven months i got 50,000 followers another thing do not get discouraged and i'm like and and like i don't want to like come off like i'm not humble but that video got a million views right mm -hmm. but on my pancake tacos, that went super crazy. It has 800K, right? But it has 17,000 shares and 140,000 likes. Opposed to the Buffalo Ranch Dip, I think it has like 105,000 likes and like 9,000 shares. So the engagement was there with the pancake tacos way more than it was with the um, Buffalo Ranch Dip. So like people, people, like people see a million views and think viral. Yeah, it is viral but engagement matters i'm telling right. you engagement really really matters so like if you want to go in there and cook you want to do hair like whatever you want to do stick to your niche and like i'm not going to say come up with something catchy because then it'll, it'll like kind of come off gimmicky yeah. but if you have something that like you do stick to it and stick to it stick to it and just be authentic another thing i noticed too don't make your videos too long like i mean if you have to then just like go for it but i noticed that like the videos that be like super long they don't they don't really do too good on the for you page you know like the, the people who follow you is going to support it regardless because they follow you but the people like once it pop on pop up on the for you page if it doesn't like just gauge them quick like that it's, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of going to be over another thing um i'm not i, I, I like i i don't know how to say it because it's going to sound like kind of crazy but um don't please don't have no gimmick like you know like 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 just be yourself if you got a niche you cook like i said just stick to that you know like and like don't try to have a gimmick to try to go viral that one time because then like if you don't got a gimmick every single video you're not going to do that as well as you did in a right. video that you had a gimmick for so just be authentic um you don't gotta do too much like i mean for me i think i showed my face on like on like two videos probably like four videos like it's just me talking like just be engaged with your following and i'm telling you it'll go a long way i don't want i don't want to keep rambling but i, I, I kind of want to make a good point right somebody commented like a couple people and, and i noticed this a lot people will comment on your video and don't mm. follow you but as soon as you reply to that comment right after that boom they followed you so yep. be engaged with the people who supporting you as well and um another trick that i noticed too um you can go live and gain a lot of followers i noticed that too but like i tried to go live one time and i didn't really like it and like like it's it's just not for me but like if you go live a lot you'll like gain your followers like really really quick but all in all just have your niche and just stay focused and don't let nobody like talk down on you especially in the comments like if you you know like if if you're not really combative with nobody like the mm -hmm. comment, keep it moving. So those people on the internet to troll, you there because you got something like you you want to showcase. You have a talent. So don't let nobody like tell you anything. People be like, oh, damn, you, you're not gonna respond to the comment. No, it's I mean like it's it's, it's really no point. Cause like I'm like in in real life, I'm looking at the comment and I'm probably laughing. Like one way, one last point. Cause I like I, I know I'm kind of like going off a little nah, bit. So keep going. So um, somebody was like really trying to make a point in my comments, and I was just like. 
like like I understand what you're saying, but if if, if I'm telling you one thing, that's what it is. You know, like you don't gotta believe me, but like don't try to like keep going back and forth. But then again, I thought about it. I'm like, okay, like you keep coming back to my video commenting, you just boosted my engagement. And mm -hmm. I, I don't ever want to say that because like it comes off as cocky, but it's the truth. So like on that Buffalo chicken dip, um, he was basically saying like, oh, you got that off the back of the bottle. And I was like, bro, I didn't. I just like, like that's something you could really freestyle. If, if you're not gonna make a dip or anything like that, you could freestyle that, whether it's on the bottle or not. So he went and wrote the, wrote the recipe. I'm like, okay, like what point are you trying to prove? So like, yeah, like I said, don't get encouraged. Like, if you if, if you feel like you got to respond to something, respond. Don't ever let nobody talk down on you, especially when it's something that you love. It's people that come in my comments say, oh, this look dry. Now, some days I'll be feeling a little petty. If, if, like, you say something look dry on my page, I'm going to go on your page and find something where I think it look dry or I don't like it and I'm going to comment and, and, and I'm going to say what I want. Mm -hmm. Don't, like, don't come to people's page. If you don't like something, keep it scrolling. So, like I said, just stay focused and have your niche and do what you want to do and don't get discouraged. It's great advice, man. And honestly, I've seen my fair share of trolls myself on my accounts. I've seen them on yours. And the best thing to do is just ignore them. Because for one, right. nine times out of 10, you, you're just doing it just to get attention. You want a response from a big name creator. So we're not right. going to give you that type of attention. Two, even though we love what we do as far as cooking and even though we're great cooks, and it, this isn't you know meant to be said to like discourage us or to like downplay us, but we're not trained, you know, professional chefs. We're not Gordon Ramsay's. We're not Emeralds. We're, we're, you know, we're home cooks who took a talent that we were b born with and we're trying to make it work with what we have. So we don't need, to, you know, our food isn't going to look exactly like Gordon Ramsay's is, but, you know, we're home cooks. We're learning. And that's the whole point of us doing these videos is to keep getting better as we, you know, continue posting our content. So I don't know what people expect us to do as far as, you know, having our food look a certain way because i think our food looks good and you know the fans and the people who follow our pages do but again you know if they have a problem with our food cook something i had somebody yeah. once who told me <laughs> i actually follow gordon ramsay's um steak to a t video has like twenty five thousand um views already but he was telling me oh that's the wrong way to cook mm -hmm. a steak you're not supposed to sear it and baste it you're supposed to cook it for 30 minutes in the oven and i'm just like I don't want a well done burnt steak. Like it right. just sounds like to me you want to argue with me just to get a reaction. And the funny thing is, because of the type of engagement that I have on my page, I'd have to go back and forth with the dude. Someone else went back and forth with them and then other people right. jumped in. And I'm just like, okay, well, you got what you wanted, but you didn't get it from me. So have fun exactly. with it. Exactly. Exactly. Like people would like really pick at any little thing. Me personally. It's a lot of stuff that I cook that I really don't eat, to be honest. And like, I don't like, like, like I just cook this stuff because like people tell me to do it. Like the Buffalo Ranch dip, I eat that, but I ain't eat that whole pan. Like, you know, like they was like, oh, you're using the wrong ranch. Bruh, like I don't even really eat ranch like that. So it's yeah. just like, I didn't really think. And then people forget, you got to go out and actually buy this stuff. TikTok is not paying us to, oh, here, here's $50, like go, go shop and cook. We right. spend our hard earned money from in real life to cook for like, you know, like for audience kind of sort of, but just to showcase different things on our page and y'all telling us, like she was like, oh, use Hidden Valley Ranch. To me, ranch is ranch. Like as long as it's not no super, super cheap brand, ranch is ranch. And I don't even really eat it like that to even know. So pe people really like pick, pick, pick. And it's just like, all right now, come on y'all. All for attention, I feel. Well, I feel the same way. Yeah. Well, one thing I did want to ask you is because I feel like this from time to time myself and I found my way to kind of get out of it. But do you ever have those moments where you're just like, damn, I don't know what to cook today? Like, yes. how do you get out of how do you get out of those funks? <laughs> oh, man. Um, recently, I think the last video I had did, it was like on the like on the six and I took a break and I came back like four or five days ago. Mm -hmm. um, I try to get inspiration from like different things. So like I'll go on YouTube and just search recipes and like just look and think of something like, or like think of something that I haven't had in a long time. Cause like it do, it's, it's really a lot of times where it's like, yo, I really made everything. Like what the hell can I do? So um, like as of recent, and it's, it's, it's really been the same thing. Like I had went on vacation for about like, for like, like, for like a week on vacation. I was not worried about cooking for TikTok, whatever. I was just having like really fun. So even when I came back, 
I wanted to eat, but what I wanted to eat, I already had made. So I'm like, mm, you know what? Like, let me give it some time. And then that's another thing too. If, if you're a creator and you don't have like something to do on, just take a break. It's, it's okay to take breaks. And I learned that the hard way. So I just thought about it, like on the um, turkey cheddar um, bacon um, sandwich. Mm-hmm. I thought about it and I was like, mm, I ain't had that in a little minute. Like, let me go make that. Not thinking that it will go viral. So like, it's just sometime where your mind is going to be totally blank. So like for me, I'll probably go through like Instagram reels. I don't really like Instagram too, too much. Or like, I'll just go on TikTok and just go to like different people pages and look to see like, mm, pasta. Let me think of something like I kind of make a pasta. So we're just all about getting that inspiration. But what, what I can say is once I get inspired, sky's the limit. Like, it's just like, it's just no like, and like, I always have a list of stuff that I want to make. I still want to listen to my phone, but some of that stuff, I'm like, mm, I don't really feel like making that. And it's just like, when you do it so much, you kind of get creators block. You know how people get writers block? You like, you kind of get creators block. Yeah. And just like, dang, like, what can I go in there and make? So like, I just look for inspiration. Um, And I, I, or like, you know what? Like, to be honest, I really just wait till I see, like, or like, if I see something and I get inspired by it or something that, that just like pops in my brain. So like, I don't, like, I don't have no shame in saying that. Sometimes, like, I'll, like, I'll wait and just, like, see, like, and then, you know, like, or sometimes I'll post any little thing mm-hmm. just to say in the algorithm. And then, like, once I got that, that video that I know, I'll just post it. And then, like, once I get inspired, that's over. Sky's the limit. Yeah, I feel the same way. And it's a little bit, I wouldn't say it's harder on my end. I would say it's kind of a challenge for me because I like to cook a lot of my food from scratch. And so a lot of times when I'm trying to learn how to cook something, I'm always trying to pick my brain as to, well, how can I make this from scratch? Like I I buy bread, don't get me wrong, but I prefer to make my own bread from scratch. But then it's like, there's only but so much you can do with from scratch bread. Or I don't eat a lot of pork. And, you know, and I don't bring it in the household. A lot of my recipes mostly cook like ground turkey and chicken and, you know, the occasional steak or fish. So mm-hmm. I try to like look for different things without limiting myself. But yeah, I definitely do agree with you as far as like, you know, sometimes you get inspiration from just out of nowhere. Like even, for example, um, today I had to go grocery shopping um, tomorrow and all I had in my fridge was excuse me, some frozen meatballs. I had pasta, <laughs> I had tomatoes. I'm like, all right, I want to make something, but I don't know what. Made this really quick uh, uh, spaghetti sauce, made some meatballs, some um, garlic butter pasta, came out perfect. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, right. you know, that's how a lot of us were raised to kind of yep. work with what you got and make magic out of it. There's food in the house. Yeah, there's always food in the house. You just got to know how to make it. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like today, um, I didn't like right now. I'm super, super tired because I, I was supposed to go back into work again. It's, it's annoying me. So like, um, I I woke up, went in, I had to come back home and stuff like that. So like, my mind is, woo. But we like we already had this plan, and I really want to do it again. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'm 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 not taking a nap. Like I was already ready. I think I started getting ready at like seven o'clock, just to get my get my thoughts together, drink some water, wash my face. Yeah. Like I was even ready to be on cam, but you know, like you know, certain stuff happened. But um, what else can I say? Thank you everybody for the love. I appreciate it. Um, but like without child, it was like I really like I, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't be nothing because I'm I'm always be something. But like on like internet wise, like thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it, and I hope you guys check me out after I hear this podcast. They definitely will. And we'll make sure to promote the Instagram, the TikTok page, everything. Now, from viewing your pages on Instagram and TikTok, you definitely, like you said, you definitely give a lot of credit and shout out to a lot of chefs out there. And I've actually checked out some of these chefs myself and they've been doing a great job with um, some of their creations. Is there anybody in this podcast that you like to give a shout out to? Um... (laughs) Oh well, shout out to you first of all for giving me the opportunity. You're like you already know. Like I tell the like I, t- I told you this before too. I said that I, I found you on my for you page when you was making the um the chicken nuggets for your son and stuff like that. So like I kind of relate to that. Um, I, I'm not gonna say I don't have anybody I'll give a shout out to, but um, oh man, like I, I kind of want to be politically correct. Um, shout out to. The Baddie Kitchen, I, I, I love her page. Um, shout out to One Stop Chop. 
rock with him too. Um, I already shouted out you. And that's really, like, that's really it. And these are the people that I have relationships with. But well, let me not say relationships with, like, you know, like we, we super, super cool and we hang out. But we just got that rapport where it's like, if, if I see them doing something, I'm going to congratulate them and vice versa and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, of course, shout out to myself because I'm too nice. <laughs> <laughs> got to say the best for last. <laughs> All right. All right, cool, man. Um, So uh, before we end this interview, Every episode, I want to play a game, kind of have some fun with my guests, and also kind of pick their brains. Um, these games are usually done at random. So one week I may play True for Dare, one week I may play this or that, another week we may do um, Fantasy Island, but I'm keeping all food related. So for this game, we're going to play Food Fantasy Island. So mm -hmm. the question is if you were on a deserted island and you could only pick three meals to have, what would those meals be? My my first meal would be salmon, brown rice, and broccoli. My mm. second meal would be pancakes, bacon, and eggs. My third Classic. meal would be uh, pepper steak, rice, and beans, and pepper steak, rice, and beans, and plantains. Mm. Now I need to know this because I can't really make it myself. I'm still learning. Can you make a good plantain? Yeah. Well, like wait, which one? The green or the or the yellow one? The yellow ones. The yellow ones, yeah, I, I can make a um, good plantain. I, I even made like um, pepper steak plantain cups where I made like the plantain into a, a like a cup with the pepper steak in there with cheese. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. So like, yeah, I, I can make plantains really good. Kind of make me kind of want some right now. <laughs> Shit, I might go make some in a bit. All right, man. Well, uh, folks, there you have it. I want to thank my guest, Deron the Chef, for joining me on this podcast and for blessing this episode with his knowledge. Be sure to check him out on Instagram and TikTok at Deron the Chef. And also wanted to give a shout out as well because you have an interview on August 5th with Tony Massey Cooks on YouTube. Yes. Yes. Let's give that a little bit of promotion there. Um, that's Tony Massey's Cooks. Sorry, Tony Massey Cooks, August 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll definitely be there watching and supporting. Don't miss you know out what? on that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous because it's live. <laughs> live? Listen, man. Just be yourself. Yeah, like, I, you, like you said, you're going to oh, yeah, Of course. But see, like, I hope on there, like, I kind of want him, like, to keep it, like, don't tell me what you want to say. But yeah. it, it just be certain, certain, certain stuff that I want to say live. I'm, I'm going to have a lot of, well, like, I'm going to tell my, like, my followers and stuff like that to watch. It's just certain stuff that I want to get into that, like, people really need to hear. Yeah. Um, so I hope I hope we could do that. So I'll probably write him and say, like, yo, just ask me this this one question so I can say it and stuff like that. Cause people always tell me, like, yo, like when you get these opportunities, go in there and be cocky. I'm like, no, I'm I'm not like that. Like to my friends, I'll be saying, Yeah, I'm the best cook, blah blah blah. But like, like, you know, like when you're interacting with certain people, you can't have that energy because you don't know who's watching. And right. that's always how I carry myself on the internet. You never know who's watching. You can't be online like cursing and doing all that other stuff just be yourself you don't need a gimmick if, if you curse too much tone it down like it's like you know like everybody's grown so like if you say the f word or like you know like other words just try to tone it down and don't make it so loud because you never know it could be a big company owner they like they want to work with you but they hear you cursing and it's like mm, i already know like if it'd be too good for the brand so like i like i just try to be careful with that kind of stuff because it'd be certain times i've been wanting to tell some people some stuff but i be like now nah, let me just chill out Perfect sense, man. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, Deron, man, thanks for thanks so much for being on this podcast. Thanks for being no a problem. part of the Thank cast. You. Right. You're welcome, man. Thanks for being a part of the cast iron podcast family. This definitely won't be the last time you hear from him. I'll make sure he gets back on the show. Um, again, don't forget to check him out on Tony Massey Cooks, August 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern time, live on YouTube. Um, any final words for the audience? Uh, thank you guys again. Like, I, like if people be saying, stop saying thank you, but it's just like, I just want to thank the people because I did not think I would be where I'm at right now, six months ago, seven months ago, when I first started. I'm about to hit like a million likes, 50,000 followers. I just like really didn't think it was possible, even though like I knew I had the talent, but like now I just always tell myself, don't ever give up. You can really do whatever you want as long as you put your mind to it. As, as long as you stay focused on what you need to do and don't focus on the negative, you'll always win. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this too, to the people who be out there stealing content and don't be giving the people the credit, please stop doing that. Cause people work really, really hard on that stuff and on their recipe. So when they see somebody take it 
it kind of comes off like as a slap in the face. Always give people their credit no matter what. You giving somebody credit goes a longer way than you just jacking it and then it's just like nothing. Cause then it's just like, they want to block you and do other things like that. And it, it, like, it'll kind of just start problems. So always give people their credit. Don't take people work and like not give them credit. If, if you feel inspired, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I felt inspired. That's why I did this. And a lot of people like, and I, and I know it's almost over, bro, but just give me a second, right? Somebody took my pancake tacos, right? After they after they gave me credit for another, another thing. And my thing is just like, you know, you went on my page and you saw that. So it's just like, why can't you just give me the credit that I deserve? I've never seen on the internet somebody make pancake tacos. So I know it kind of wasn't too far-fetched to think you probably got it from me. So just give people their credit. And that's really it. And y'all already know I'm too nice. And we're going to leave it off at that. We're going to take a quick commercial yes. break. But when we return, we'll have part two of my Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich video. You're listening to the Cast Iron Podcast with Chef Pat Lee and my special guest, Deron the Chef. Stay tuned. We'll Peace be right out, back. guys. Hey, what's going on? This is the cool brother Malik from the Cool Podcast, and you're listening to the Cast Iron Podcast with Chef Patrick Lee. Tune in. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Alfred Parsar Jr., the host of the Metropolitan Report, the number one New York Mets and Major League Baseball podcast in all the land. And you tune into the Cast Iron Podcast with Chef Patrick Lee because you know you can't watch baseball without something good to eat. And this is the man with all the recipes, whether you need a burger, some chicken tenders, or even a chicken sandwich. Check him out. All right, y'all. So what I'm doing now is I'm waiting for that oil to heat up a bit. Again, we want to heat it to 300 degrees, cook it, cook the chicken, take the chicken out, and then we're going to raise the temperature to 350 degrees, cook until done, and then we'll prepare the national hot chicken um, sauce. Just checking in, on, checking in on the buns now. Looking good so far. Want to get that nice golden brown. Oh, speaking of the buns, before, well, after they finish cooking, you want to make sure that they have a beautiful golden buttery texture to it. So the best thing for that is we're just going to melt some butter. So I'm going to just simply place half a stick of butter, which is about four tablespoons, into this microwave safe dish. And then about a minute or so before the buns finish baking, I'm gonna go ahead from there and put the butter on the buns. And this will give it that nice, perfectly glossy, buttery look to it. All right, so while that's being taken care of, I'm gonna get my bowl prepared for the Nashville hot sauce. natural hot sauce. My apologies, I had to go ahead and get another bowl. So yeah, for the natural hot sauce, it's really a few simple steps. And again, remember, on the Cast Iron Podcast, you season how you want, but this is more so a matter of, I put the kind of seasoning that I want and the amount, you can do the same. You know, follow the ingredients that I'm telling you to follow, but at the same time, you want to make it right. That makes sense. I don't know, because I like my food to be perfectly seasoned. I know a lot of people, and I don't exaggerate when I say a lot, but I know a lot of people who don't like to over-season their food. And I get that. Certain people have certain conditions where they can't have too much spice, they shouldn't have a lot of salt. You know, I'm very health conscious as well, and I definitely agree. I do feel that you should season your food, but season it to how you like it. The problem occurs when you don't season your food. Like, I don't know, like something just bothers me when a person doesn't take the time to season a piece of chicken 
properly or they don't put salt and pepper on the steak, like, why? Everything that you eat should have some type of seasoning to it. I mean, how else would it taste good? Mm. I don't get people, but then again, I don't think I'm supposed to. Alright, so, just kind of drawing there for a bit, but we're, we're going we're to focus back, we're going to focus back. So, for the natural hot sauce, again, season it to how you like it. All I recommend is that you put a cup of brown sugar in your bowl. And for the actual seasonings that go in, let me go ahead and get my seasonings. We're going to start with some garlic powder. And then we're gonna add some cayenne pepper because again, this is natural hot chicken, so gotta have it spicy. We're gonna add some of this paprika. And this is Spanish smoked paprika. We've got the brown sugar in there. I'm gonna go ahead, add some pepper. A little kosher salt. then we're gonna give it a nice little mix. Now, once we give it a mix, we're gonna let it sit for a bit because we need that oil from the fried chicken, about a cup of it, to go inside of our bowl and create that sauce. See, honestly, let me tell y'all, I didn't know about it until I started cooking on the Cooking with Patty brand, that Nashville hot chicken was made with frying oil. I always assumed that it was a sauce that you got or it came as some type of bottle, but no, it's news to me that you actually just make it from frying oil. So, learn something new every day. Just double checking my buns, give it a nice little bit of rotation. You know, you know how your ovens are. And it's about two minutes left until the buns are done. So, as I said before, I'm gonna go ahead and microwave our butter. And this just allows the nice coating and texture onto your bun. Just mixing up the brown sugar and spices mentioned from earlier. All right, and once that oil gets on it, we'll have a delicious, crunchy, savory, spicy Nashville hot chicken sauce. All right, a couple of seconds of the butter. Excuse me. about 300 degrees. So we're almost there, we're at 286. Gonna go ahead and start with two pieces of chicken first. And you always want to point the chicken away from you, especially since you don't want that oil to pop all over you. It's not a good look. Always wash your hands.
bunch should be done now. That's nice. That's perfect. Alright. We're taking the buns out. I've got my melted butter ready. I'm going to get my other brush. Test bun, I gotta try that in a bit. And there's like some checking on the other buns. Look at that. So sesame seeds are nice and toasted, the bread is cooked perfectly. They're all beautiful golden brown. So y'all, this is gonna be this is gonna be a really good sandwich. And I've got my housemate pickles ready to go on that sandwich. And this is gonna be made traditionally with house-made pickles, toasted bun, and the sick chicken. That's all you need. And if you want my recipe on how to make pickles from your home, go to my TikTok page and go to my Instagram. The link for that will be in the description. Yeah, you can make pickles from home. It's not that hard, it's quite simple. Alright, so our buns are done. We're just going to wait for our chicken and then we'll go ahead and assemble everything together. speed up the process. I'm not going to cook every single piece of chicken here for you guys to hear. Of course, you know, there's got to be some type of in between. So I'm only going to make a couple of pieces, you know, just to kind of explain what I was mentioning earlier. So yeah, this is going to cook for about six minutes. So three minutes per side. And then I'm going to take the chicken out, let it rest for a couple of minutes, let that heat, well, yeah, let that um, oil heat up a bit until it gets to 350 degrees. And then I'm going to let it cook the rest of the way until it reaches that internal temperature of 165 degrees. And this is going to be perfect because with the buttermilk um, tenderizing the chicken, with the seasoned flour, everything on this chicken is going to be perfect. It's going to be crunchy on the outside, juicy and tender on the inside, and then that spice from the Nashville hot uh, sauce, I'm gonna put it over the top. All right, so the chicken has had the chance to cook on three minutes per side. So I'm gonna go ahead and take it out. It's not done. So it may look a little bit on the white side, but that's perfectly fine. We're gonna let that chicken rest for a couple of minutes and then afterwards we're gonna let the oil heat up to 350 and then we'll put it in the fry oil to finish up. And we're gonna take one more break but when we come back we're gonna go ahead and assemble our sandwich and we're gonna take a bite. So stay tuned for that. You're tuned in the, into the Cast Iron Podcast with Chef Pat Lee. And we'll be right back. All right, y'all. So for this very next step, I urge caution because you're going to be essentially maneuvering very, very hot oil. And I would also recommend using a heat-proof spoon. You don't want to use any plastic spoons or anything that could potentially melt or warp in your um, from the oil. So I have a metal soup spoon here that I'm just going to take a little bit of oil at a time, pour it in the bowl with my natural hot oil mix. All right, I'm just 
going to whisk in a little bit at a time. Remember, it's very hot oil, so be careful. You don't want to stir it too fast where it splashes. And all those sugars that you have from the brown sugar will dissolve quickly in this hot oil. And your bowl will get hot too, so if you're not being careful with this, don't sue me. I'm going to add some more oil. It's a little thick right now, but we don't want it thick. It should have like a sauce consistency. Okay. And we're just gradually stirring, but stirring slowly to let that sugar dissolve. stirring it a bit fast but that's only because I have a big enough bowl but again please proceed with caution when it comes to stirring this it's still hot oil so you don't want it to splash all over you and it's oil nonetheless so you don't want to get all over all over your kitchen going to keep stirring this until that sugar dissolves. Which it looks like it has. Like I said, be careful that bowl is hot. mixture made and what I'm going to do now is simply dip my chicken into the Nashville hot chicken mix on both sides make sure it's nice and coated and I'm gonna put that in a separate bowl smells incredible man I cannot wait to take a bite into this chicken take a bite into this bread like the combination of that with the pickles it is going to be fantastic Got about two more pieces of this left. 
then after this chicken gets coated, we're gonna go ahead and start, start to prep the sandwich by toasting our buns. And then one of my favorite parts of the cooking process is the plating. Which again, you'll get that nice visual on my Instagram and my TikTok pages, so make sure you're following that. All right, so our chicken is coated every single piece, inch by inch. buns and cut them in half. Best if you use a bread knife for this. Here's the fun part, picking the perfect piece of bread to cut. I'm gonna go with this one. And this one is perfect. It is nice and brown on the outside. As I cut it in half, you will see it is pillowy soft on the inside, just like I like it. Delicious. Gotta get a little taste in here or there, you know. Alright, cool. So, once my pan starts to heat up, I'm gonna go ahead and add a nice healthy amount of butter. And while that butter is starting to melt, Remember what I was saying earlier about mise in place? Or probably butcher that, but essentially you want to make sure that everything is prepped ahead of time. Got my beautiful plate here. I'm going to go ahead and take out my house-made pickles, which again, you can find the recipe on my Instagram and TikTok pages. So, I've got one of my house-made pickles here. Just gonna take that out and put it on my cutting board. And of course, close up my jar. Now, of course, we're gonna keep this in respect to the tradition and culture, you know, exactly like how, how I like to cook on the podcast. And we're gonna cut nice little pickle slices. You wanna make sure that you get enough just to cover each piece of the chicken. And of course, look aesthetically pleasing on the bun. So I'm cutting up a lot of slices, of course, only because one, I wanna decorate the sandwich, and two, I love pickles. so gives me a chance to actually taste as I make my creation. Mm. 
delicious. Taste the dough. Taste a little bit of the clove. Definitely has a nice saltiness to it. And I mean, I have no other words to say. It's the perfect pickle. All right, so our butter should be about melted. And there's always gonna be that little extra piece that doesn't melt all the way. That's perfectly fine. What I like to do is, just to start off the toasting process, take that piece of butter, rotate it around one of the buns, preferably the bottom part, take whatever's left, rotate it around the top bun, or if you didn't use the top bun, the bottom bun, and let that sit until it's perfectly golden brown. Now, I do have extra chicken, of course, so I'm gonna decorate my sandwich as I normally do, but I just want you guys to hear the crunch of, you know, just one of these pieces of chicken. That's not even a bite. That's from me just picking it apart. So here's a taste, well, here's a sampling of the skin. sweetness to it with the right amount of spice mm. and just listen to that crunch wow that's a fine ass piece of chicken what was that cartoon that came on back in the day for kids it was like one of those anti-drug PSA commercials, McGruff. Mm. We'll take a bite out of this chicken. Mm. I'm gonna get a little pickle to go with that. talking about it so much. For your sandwich, you made it that fast? I didn't make a sandwich yet. Oh, where are you eating in here then? The chicken. Just the chicken? Mm-hmm. This piece? Yeah. All right, so our bun is perfectly toasted. Gonna place the bottom bun there. All right. Then I've got my piece of chicken there. And while that chicken sits. Those of y'all who, of course, go to the Instagram and the TikTok pages, you know, it's all about the visual, as I always say. So just getting my lights set up. When this part of the podcast is over with, I can go ahead and take my pictures. All right. So I've got my bun. I've got my piece of chicken. I'm going to go ahead and put my housemate pickles on top. And again, the recipe is on my TikTok and my Instagram pages. Please make sure you follow for that. Oh, that's four perfectly placed pieces. I'm gonna go ahead and put just a little bit of that sauce on top of that. And then the top bun. Actually, let's slant it to the side a bit. I think that would be the better aesthetic. Yeah, I'm gonna take a picture of it slanted and then I'm gonna take a picture of it with the bun on top. All right, that's it. And you heard that crunch, unmatchable. Probably one of the best chicken sandwiches I've made. Like, 
I'll go on record and say that. But I'm about to go eat this sandwich, you know, have a drink with this, probably a beer or some something fancy. Yeah, maybe I'll have a little beer with that. Keep it real. All right, y'all, and that is it for episode four. I want to thank my special guest, Deron the Chef, for blessing us with his presence on this episode. And I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast as I made my very own unique Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Until next time, this is Chef Pat Lee saying peace, love, and happiness. All right, I'm out.